Welcome to Digital Podcaster. My name is Dylan Schmidt, and I have a exciting episode for you today. So this is the first of what will be many of a series on uh, diving deep into one person's podcast, and we're going to basically help them get unstuck. And I'm going to do some coaching, but it'll be very conversational, and you'll learn a lot, I promise, during this episode. Um, and today we have our first guest. His name is Bob Walters. His podcast is called Locked Up Sports. Bob is a genuine, big-hearted guy out of New York City. Uh, he works at Rikers as a correctional uh, corrections officer, uh, working with the toughest of the tough, and then he travels to do his sports podcast. And Bob and I hit it off. He is a great talker, as you'll hear, and uh, and one of the things that I I give people who are coming on during this type of episode is I ask them what the biggest problem they're having with their podcast is when it comes to either starting, growing, or monetizing. And Bob's biggest obstacle with Locked Up Sports is getting people to listen for the first time, getting new listeners, essentially. So that's where a lot of our focus is, is around getting new listeners. Uh, if this is something you struggle with in your own podcast or you want to have this problem, you're like, hey, I don't even have a podcast. I would love to have this problem. Visit www.digitalpodcaster.com to learn more uh, about how you can start, grow, or monetize your podcast. And in this episode, you'll hear me give some tactical steps on how Bob can grow Locked Up Sports using the power of social media and doing it correctly. So let's dive into my conversation with Bob and Locked Up Sports. Here we go. My guest today is Bob Walters, whose podcast is the Locked Up Sports Podcast. How long have you been doing this podcast again, Bob? Uh, we got 10 episodes. We've been doing it, I guess it's 10 weeks now. So we have, um, it's 10 episodes, 10 weeks. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah. I was, I was uh, doing some research on your podcast and the notes that you gave me. And I was like, man, you guys are coming out the gate strong. Did you do anything previously uh, um, to this podcast? No, we never. Um, I never did a podcast. I never listened to podcasts before. Um, I do have a background somewhat in radio. I went to school for, for broadcasting nice. and now I'm a correction officer. Yeah. Um, uh, does it help? Is there any crossover? Does it have, does it help being a correction officer? No, no uh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> no, when you the <laughs> broadcasting skills, when you gotta, like, maybe it actually, it doesn't really, to be honest with you, because it's completely different now. All the technology is completely different. I used to use like cart machines for, uh, for, for bed music and stuff like that. So, I mean, none of that is, is used now. That's all ancient, ancient stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, it's all, it's all new to me at this point. But I do have a background in, and I've always wanted to do sports broadcasting, and I've always, you know, I got the gift of gab. So yeah, all right. Who's your favorite broadcaster? Current current broadcaster. <sighs> favorite current broadcaster is probably might be Gus Johnson in basketball. It's different with each sport. Mm -hmm. um, Gus Johnson in basketball. I like um, what what team does he do? He does. He does the national national spots. Awesome. He does uh, CB. Uh, actually, he's Fox Fox now. He was CBS. I like Iron Eagle, who does the Nets nice. on Yes Network, and he does also the TNT NBA national broadcasts. Nice. And what about uh, past, like overall broadcasters? Who's 
overall broadcasters, I mean, just like the uh, Doc Emmerich for hockey. Mm-hmm. He was the best. Mm-hmm. He could make grass grow and seem interesting. You could sit there and he could describe paint drawing and you would be excited about it. Um, I like, you know, the, my Rangers guy, Sam Rosen and people like that. Just, you know, there's, thought, a, there's a million of them. We could sit here for the whole hour and I can I, name them for you. Okay. Well, I was actually hoping you were going to say one. That's why I, I was trying to actually get you to say one. Who are you trying to get? Vince Scully. Vince Scully. <laughs> Is that what you said? Yeah. Yeah. Vince Scully. Yeah. 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 I mean, Vince Scully, he's the, he's the, He's the great, he's the best baseball guy. He's yeah. he just retired last year at Dodgers. Yeah. Um, he's got yeah. the famous call for the Mets in 86 when it goes to Buckner's legs. Oh, yeah. I can sit here and I could like recite calls. He's got the, <laughs> I love it. Gets yeah, it home run, it. you know, yeah. there she it. goes, you know, he's got a whole, <laughs> bunch, he's got a whole that, bunch of them. Such a silky voice. Like I, I, um, I don't, I don't watch, like I had mentioned to you before, like I, I pretty much only stick to baseball. Uh, I'm no on the outside. I know a lot of people who listen to my podcast listen to uh, other uh, listen, not listen. They watch sports. They watch all types of sports. And uh, I'm not that familiar with them though. Uh, I'm sure they're familiar with all the names you just mentioned. Uh, but yeah, Vince Coley and Joe Davis are like the two that I really know. Um, yeah. I mean, well, Vince Coley, he's the, you know, he's the best. Yeah. He's the best yeah. baseball guy ever. I just wanted you know, that on record. I just wanted the Vince Coley. He's the yeah. best. <laughs> I was going to see. Did, I you ever, did you ever hear Vince Coley do the field of dream speech? I know uh, the field no. of dreams speech that James Earl Jones does. Yeah. But I went to Vince Scully do it. I went to Vince Scully's like retirement event at Dodger stadium and they had okay. Kevin Costner give that speech, which was weird. The whole thing was yeah. kind of weird. They were playing it's music. J- Vince Scully was sitting there. It was like, I don't know. It was weird. Yeah. I mean, James Earl Jones does it in the movie, That's but cool. and, you know, he's, he's a voiceover God, you know, he's yeah. Darth Vader and the, the phone guy, the 18, you know, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's another voice that's just like could say anything. I want bad news delivered by James Earl Jones or Vince Coley. I'm cool with that. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Today's your last. But, I mean, day. I've always had like a voice where people will tell me like it's kind of like a broadcasting voice. Oh, yeah. Don't mind yeah. me. I talk with my hands. Um, and I've always had that kind of voice, but I have a deep New York. You probably even notice it by now. A New York accent. Yeah. I walk me. and I talk and I drink coffee. Yeah. So that kind of, because you want a Midwest accent. That's the no accent. Oh. It's a yeah, Midwest accent. Yeah. I, I was told recently I have a Southern accent um, and I didn't really notice it. But then I just literally last week went to a trip to the South uh, and I was like, I kind of fit in here. Like I say y'all and things like that. Okay. Uh, which I'm not like trying to, it's just probably a poor grammar. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But, you don't have to yeah, think about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, but I, when I was watching, watching your videos, but also listening to your content, I was like, he's got something there. Like there's a prior experience, I guess, to what like a neutral audience member. I was like, oh yeah, he's got something that's already like, yeah. I mean like 20 years ago when I was in college, I worked for the college radio station. I used to do it as a kid to myself. You know, I listened to sports talk radio all the time. So I, you know, it's, it's, it's what I always wanted to do. Because mm-hmm. I learned early that I couldn't play, yeah. you know, I, I wasn't going to make it to the big leagues, Yeah, but I knew that I knew everything about the games and I knew everything about it. And I was, you know, I'm a sports junkie. Yeah. It's and you're talking about it anyways. Like I talk to a lot of people that are like, I should start a podcast. I love, like, I talk about this stuff all day. I listen to talk radio, all this stuff. And, uh, I don't know. Do you listen to talk radio too? I do. Yeah. Like I, I'm a big politics guy too. I'm like, nice. uh, 
I think that if you can talk sports, politics, or current events, you can start up a conversation with anybody. It's true. It's so true. And But most people I've found, and I'm generalizing here, but most people, they get like stuck in the listening thing, even though they like will talk about it. But they'll be like, oh, I should start a podcast. But you're like one of the rare ones that broke through and actually did the thing that people talk about all the time about doing. Yeah, we. I just went. I actually, the way it worked was because we have a live element to our mm-hmm. podcast. Um, did we do? Um, I was in a Mets Facebook group or something, and this guy just email uh, Facebook messaged me saying, "Hey, did you ever want to do a think about doing a talk show?" Just because he saw I was talking, I knew what I was talking about, and I was like, "Absolutely!" So he said, "I told him I used to do it in college." And he said, "Do you have any demo tapes?" I said, no, I don't have any demo tapes 20 years ago and six moves and everything. So what I did was he said, put, give me five minutes of a show. And it was the day that John Madden had passed away. Oh, wow. So I thought it was going to be a Mets show. I thought, so I was like, you know what? Let me just do, I, I hit record on my phone here and I, and I started talking by myself and it gave him 25 minutes. And I was like, 25 minutes. And he loved it. He's like, you got good rhythm. You got good pace. So they, he said, how about you do the show? And they're starting to, it's a 365 sports cast is what it is. It's like an online sports talk radio station. And um, a lot of people don't do their show live. It's pre-recorded. I like to do it live. To be honest, if I do a pre-recorded a lot of times, I can't do it right. Mm, I need the pressure. I need the pressure of it being live. Yeah. You know, I'm better off like that when the pressure's there to be live. And, and we'll be practicing something and I'll screw it up. And then I'll be like, you know what? We'll just do it live. And when I do it, it's perfect. Nice. And uh, where are you live streaming to? We live stream to it's 365 sportscast.com. Um, our show is it just moved last week to Friday nights at 11 o'clock. It's really the only time I could do it because of my job and it's locked up sports. So I work at Rikers. My buddy is a nurse at the Riverhead Jail out on Long Island, and we do the show out in his at his house upstairs in his in his uh, like loft area. And it takes me like an hour and a half to get out there oh, wow. with the traffic. So like I'll work six a.m. to seven thirty p.m. Then I'll truck out there, and then we finish at midnight, and then I got to come back home to be at work at six a.m. Wow! And so, this is how often? This is once a, once a week. Once a week. We do it, yeah, once a week. I would like to add another day in because I feel like, I feel like people want to hear new voices in the sports <laughs> instead of just hearing, you know, over here it's uh, WFAN and mm-hmm. it's ESPN radio. So there's like 10 guys that you hear talk about the sports. They want to hear new voices. But like when I go on Friday night and I'm talking about the Nets disaster that just happened last night, it's now five days in between there. Everybody's heard it. Everybody's heard everybody's take on it. The Nets are old news by now. The next series has started. But that's a big story around here. I'm going to have to give the Nets. So I would like to add another show in the course of the week. And I think we're one of the higher rated shows on that thing. Um, so like as far as live people go, he doesn't give us exact numbers. It's not a ton of, a ton of people. Yeah. But, you know, so I think I could probably finagle another night. Yeah. Yeah, so, I don't even know what good numbers are. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And you've been doing it for two months? Yeah, yeah. 10 weeks. Yeah. Two and a half months. months. Yeah, two and a half months. Yeah. Let's round up to three. Just say three months. Uh, uh, do you think it's sustainable, like, given just your schedule with 
everything? Like, sounds like a lot. Um, it depends. For the last year, what we did was last year at work, we were doing 20, I was doing 20 hours. There was no reliefs coming. 20 hour, like, we would be, yeah, we would basically work, yeah, 20 hour tours. And when you work 20 hours with no meal, I haven't gotten a meal relief. I haven't gotten the meal break in a year and a half. Are you a prisoner or are you the guard? I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. We have the prisoners come up to us and they'll be like, oh man, like they'll wake up in the morning and be like, you're still here? They're watching they out for you? Chips, <laughs> you want some chips or something? And I'm like, yeah, that's how, that's how you know it's getting bad. When the inmates are offering, I'm like, you know it's getting bad. But I mean, and it's a, and it's a dump. Like, you know what I tell people? I tell people, have you ever seen the show Locked Up Abroad? Oh yeah. I will, uh, actually, I, abroad, I've seen the Locked Up I, just the U.S. one. It's like the locked up abroad. It's like where a, a teen. It's a story of like a teenager will go on spring break. Oh yeah. She'll she'll put a bunch of coke. Someone will convince yep. her to put a bunch of cocaine in her stomach, and she gets arrested <laughs> on the way back. Mm-hmm. And she goes and does ten years and says, "Rikers is worse. The cells don't work. Like the cells don't work. They don't lock. Jeez. Yeah. The most I, basic I, thing. I I'm not <laughs> comparing or anything like that. Uh, but I toured uh, L.A. Men's County Jail once. Uh, okay, and that thing is like hasn't been updated in in so many years, and and opened yeah. my eyes, like opened my eyes, and yeah. immediately when you said that, um, I was just like, what? Because I was I was thinking yeah. about getting into career in law enforcement, and you have to do like two years at a correctional facility, and I was like looking at that, and I was like, I was like, whoa, and then you know, just tore it, and he's just rattling the stuff. Yeah. I'm like, so I, I mean, to be <laughs> it's in crazy, that, I love it, I love yeah. it, <laughs> but to be it's in like- that environment and then be able to. I would say like grind your way to also do the podcast is like, like it's already enough for people. It's just like, it's just awesome. I just want to like compliment you on that. Cause it's uh, not yeah. a small thing to do, you know? And I can, everything I've heard you're doing awesome. And I'm like, this is sustainable, right? Because uh, what, uh, I, I, this is like maybe a dumb question, but why, do, why do you have to travel all that way? Like you wouldn't be able to do it from home. Um, I live in New York City. Mm-hmm. I'm in like a one bedroom apartment. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife is here. Mm-hmm. We have um, when I when I bought um, when I got the show. I bought. I wanted to. I, the the worst thing I, ha- I wanted to have happen was to be you know have it be low quality, be embarrassed about it. Yeah. Like I wanted it to be good because I'm no people have told me forever that I should do this show. I should do sports broadcasting. Everybody knew I wanted to do it, so I wanted to make sure it was good. So I got the um, the roadcaster. Um, the roadcaster, the, the whole package. You got that with at the. Home? Uh, I got it at, at my buddy's oh, house. At your buddy's house, gotcha. I, if you saw the videos, you'll see we have we have the arms. I saw that with the yep. you know, and we got the we got the roadcaster, which is kind of like an all in one type thing. Got that here. Yep. Is that what you use? Yeah, yeah. Love the roadcaster. Okay. So like, I I wanted it to be good, so I got all that stuff. My apartment's not big enough, mm-hmm. and if we were sitting here at midnight doing that show the way we do it and my wife is 10 feet away sleeping to get it yeah i wouldn't have a wife much longer <laughs> yeah yeah it would be one with the other and we know yeah yeah, yeah. uh that's not fun for anybody yet yeah, so make, my buddy has sense. my buddy has a house he has an upstairs it's just him and his father it's perfect got it and it, because you're doing it live perfect. you don't have to do really editing afterwards right it's just no the only thing i edit usually is um in the beginning of the live show, I'll do a sports. It's a, we do a sports flash. Uh, we um, we play a, a sound. I got a sounder that I made. You know, uh, locked up sports, sports flash. 
and I'll give the scores for the night. It's like a sports update, mm-hmm. you know, quick uh, Rangers losing this, uh, but quick going on all the scores tonight. I'll, I'll, I'll erase that. I'll get rid of that because five, five days down the line, if you're listening to my show on Thursday, you don't want to hear the Mets are in the seventh inning on last week. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So I cut that out and then um, we got one of the, we got the voice of the Rangers <laughs> to do. Um, nice. He does he, he does the introduction for us. You, you know, the Tom LaGreca for Michael K. We got him to do that. Um, I have some connections, like a friend, a college friend of mine married a, an ex-Islander. So like, I have some connections. The guy actually, the guy who does the show, mm-hmm. who, who recruited me, he's, he's got 20 years. He's got a show going for 20 years here. He's a broadcaster. He's a beat writer for the Islanders. So he's got connections. He'd get me press passes. He was saying stuff like that. That's incredible. You're, so it kind of works out. I kind of stepped in it, you know? Yeah. You're doing it. You're doing it. And, um, I'm, I'm gathering information here. Uh, so then also when it comes to when you, when you go down to sit to record, do you have, do you got to do research before you, like, would you got to get to your buddy's house, do research and then hit in there? Or are you doing Honestly, research before? No, no, I don't have to do research. It's yeah. um my, I, my buddy that I do the show with, he's actually going to be in Florida. His grandma had uh, surgery or something. So he's getting missed this week. So I was asking my other buddy, Hey, you want to come do it with me? You want to want to host the show with me this week? And he's like, "Well, I got a bunch of stuff going on. I don't think I'll have time to, to prepare." I'm like, "Listen, watch the Yankee games this week. Know who's in the lead in the basketball things, and be able to talk some Rangers. If you can't do those three things, then what the hell have we been doing for the last twenty years?" So no, I don't have to. Do, I watch the games. I know what's yeah. going on. Yeah. It's my passion. So yeah, I always know what's going on. Yeah, there are some notes I have. You know. Yeah, we some just people call rough... it research. You're like, this is what yeah. I would be doing normally. Yeah, like I'm watching, like right now as we're doing this interview, I got the Ranger game on right behind. Nice, nice. So yes. like, you know, like yes. I, I know, like I know what's going on. Yeah, there are things I gotta have to, I have to look up real quick. Um, one of the videos we put out is before the show. Mm-hmm. We, I did like a, a mashup of like uh, before the show because it's funny, and I'm like, when is selection Sunday? We don't know. You know, what's the score of the Mets game? And we're scrambling right before the show, but you know, we get it, we get it done. Yes. It's like a mad dash. And then all of a sudden we're good. Love that. And, and then when it comes to marketing, uh, I, I got a link to your Facebook group, which you said was the primary place, um, Mm -hmm. where it's got about 300 something members in it now. Yeah. It's like three, three fifty. So I think it's up to like three sixty something now. Nice. And that grew all organic, like just from Um, the mouth or something or. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty – I'm known on social media as – I'm a trouble starter. Yes. I'll argue with you. Mm-hmm. I, will, I will argue. I'm, I'm a Democrat. I will argue that these, these people, these Republicans, um, mm-hmm. just – I'm a trouble starter. But I'm, not, but I'm not an ass about it. Yeah. You know, I'm not a yeah. – ju- I'm a jerk, but I'm not a jerk. Yeah. Like people Like confuse- when I got – Passion and intensity sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like um, one of uh, one, one of my birthday was last was just this month, and one of the girls that I graduated, she's like, to the person who starts the most stuff, who I hate, who I can't stand, but I respect and I really like. And I was like, that's perfect, perfect. Yeah, perfect. she said it perfectly. So like, it's like that. Like I, I'm known as that. I'm known as the. I'll start trouble on there. I have like 
I'll also take anybody as a Facebook friend. Yeah. Like I could meet you in the bar, say hello, what's up? Bam, Facebook friend. Yeah. Like some people are like very yeah. I have like twelve hundred Facebook friends. I know like thirty-five people in real life, you know? <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Yeah, that's uh, like shoot, you get got you got me beat. Um but, uh, yeah, and so with the Facebook group, those are people that um maybe came from a different like maybe your Facebook page, you promoted something on there or you published some had, yeah, yeah. Um, some of them I know some of them have come like, uh, people have told other people, I, I get a lot of people telling me, um, my buddy told me the other day that, um, he's told a couple of his friends to listen. I've had people tell me that, Oh, I've been listening to your show. Mm -hmm. You know, people, I don't even realize, you know, listen. Yeah. So yeah, it's, it's kind of all connected still. That was mm -hmm. when, when you said like you're stuck. I think most of our listeners are, are connected to my core group of people. Mm -hmm. Somebody knows me that they know, or, you know, it's not, it hasn't branched out that far yet. Um, my t I do have a Twitter. Uh -huh. I, you know, I'm trying to get something go viral. Yeah. I want something to go viral. I just want to, yeah. I want to say something stupid. <laughs> um, yeah, it's hard. It, yeah. Yeah. But, but like, I don't want to be Kim Kardashian. But I'd like to have something out there that's got 10,000 likes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just for and, the hell of it. And uh, in sports Twitter is a real thing, you know, like, I know you know this, but like um, sports Twitter is real, like in the moment updates and things like that are like, they're real. You yeah. Know, like people yeah. are following well, along. Because gambling. Because people gambling, are gambling. Yeah. They're gambling you know, and they're watching it. It's almost like watching with a friend, you know, when you're watching it, oh, when exactly. you're looking at Twitter. I've I've done that. and. Also Reddit, you know, they'll have live game threads about certain things. Yeah. You Reddit, know, I'm not, I'm not, I mean, I got you on Reddit, right? I mean, yeah, you on Reddit? yeah, we, yep. We connected on Reddit. Reddit I'm still figuring out. I'm not positive about Reddit. Like I'll try and post something on Reddit and it's, it's weird. deleted. They're very you don't have enough karma or, you, or I didn't yeah. phrase the title correctly or something like That's the format. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm it's still figuring lot. that out. And they're very weary of any promotion. And if there is a yeah. place where you can do promotion, it's usually like spam and it's just like flooded. So you're not getting or it's just everybody doing promotion. Mm -hmm. Nobody's looking yeah. at anybody else's. They go on there, they promote, yeah. they put their thing up and they don't look at anybody else's. And that's how a lot of uh, Facebook groups are for podcasts. It's like, check out my podcast, but you're like promoting your podcast to a bunch of other podcasters and nobody's there to like listen or learn about a new podcast. They're there to promote their podcast. Exactly. They're in and they're out. Exactly. Everybody's there for the same thing. Yeah. But I actually, yeah. what I did um, last night on our last show, because the I went to Sable High School, which is out where we do the show. I grew up there. Um, I, I went to high school, everything there. They, the, the quarterback for Notre Dame this past year came from Sable High School. So he's, I mean, he's 20 years younger than me, but he <laughs> came from Sable High School. So he is now entering the NFL draft this week. Yeah. It looks like he's, the, you know, he's going to be like a sixth round pick, maybe like a Tom Brady type pick uh -huh. and or he's going to be a free agent signed. He's not. I don't suspect him of doing anything in the league, but we did a quick little segment on it on our last show on Jack Cohn. So I took that out of the video and I posted it in all the Sable Facebook groups I could find. Mm -hmm. Sable friends, Sable football, Sable. And I posted it in all. Of them. And so now that I figured that'll get me out because people want to hear that. That's. They're not going to be like, oh, I don't care about these two idiots talking sports. They're talking about Jack Cohn. Yeah. That's our guy. Yeah. You, yeah. You, know, you, know, you wouldn't believe how many people out there are like, oh, he's going to be the next Tom Brady. I was like, yeah. come on. Yeah. Yeah. But that's really smart on you. Like, and 
I imagine like just totally judging, but like, <laughs> or making assumptions, I should say, is uh, you don't have much of a marketing background other than just like, Hey, let's just post, post, post. Yeah. Yeah. Trial no. and error. I, and not even like post, post, post. Like, like I said, I'm good with social media. Yeah. I'm good. I'm witty. Yeah. I'm quick with stuff. So I, I'm good on social media. So like, I know how to not all social media. I don't know how to do Reddit. Instagram. Hey, it's weird. Yeah. <laughs> Instagram, I think it's kind of stupid because it's just pictures. Mm-hmm. TikTok, I, I, I started a TikTok for this. All I get is emails saying, here's videos that you may like. That's uh, my that's yeah. my experience yeah. on TikTok. Mm-hmm. But TikTok, you know, I'm an old yeah. I'm an old man now. Facebook, you know? Yeah. TikTok I uh, will say uh TikTok, when you find a flow that works, it will be unbelievably like useful for you guys. Like, and it could be the simplest flow. It doesn't even have to be your face. You could just do like a little video background with like either the day or the week's updates. I do. I've been running an experiment on a daily news uh, account I made. Um, okay. And I'm, I'm not big on news. Like I just don't, I don't know. I've, I, I put my energy into like um, dumb stuff, I guess, but probably like, I don't know, like other stuff that like, I'm like one day. Music I'll have, guy? I see the- yeah. I'm music, but I'm like, I love like marketing and I love, um, okay. you know, like, reading i don't know i'm just like kind of like in the clouds and i'm like oh but okay. i wanted to get more in the news so i started a news tiktok of it's you're gonna like laugh it's so ridiculous it's just me reading the top three headlines of the day and okay. i publish it six days a week monday through saturday and it's just thousands and thousands of subscribers and it's been like 60 days and you know like there'll be a day where the video gets twenty thousand views uh, and it's just me like, and I choose the headlines based on like, uh, I just go to like, uh, Reuters or Reuters, however you say it. Yeah. Yeah. Reuters. Uh, yeah. Reuters and Associated Press. And I'll just kind of like compare the two and then I'll like choose the headline. Well, that's and, where all the news get their news. Exactly. Most newspapers and stuff don't have their own writers. They just pull it from there. It's from an there. Associated Press yeah. writer or it's a. Yeah. So I, I was like, let's go to the source. And, uh, and so that's where I get it from. And it's every video is like 15 seconds and it's like not produced. I don't even look at the camera. I don't respond to comments. I don't engage with anybody. Really? I'm like, yeah. And I just, it's the opposite of like me and what I do on like digital podcaster. Uh, is it a social experiment? And dude, thousands of subscribers, people, thank you. Thank you. This is what I've been looking for. I look forward to this every day. And it's like, I don't look at, I've never looked at the camera and I've never really? responded to a comment and the, and it grows every day. And, uh, and it's like one part social experiment, one part like, you know, what happens. But now it's a, it's a little bit of an ego thing too, right? Uh, Did you use that as an ego thing? Like, oh my God, I got no, 50,000 people listening to me. No, I literally forget it exists until I have a reminder in my phone around 7.30 a.m. is when I do it. And it takes me about 15 minutes or less. Like I literally forget. I don't check the notifications. I don't look at the numbers. I don't look at literally There's anything. people out there waiting for it. <laughs> I literally don't pay attention to it because I know about the ego, like the ego thing. I'm like the numbers, I'll get caught up in that. So I don't, I forget it exists honestly until the reminder goes up. I'm like, oh yeah, I got to do that. So, uh, do, you know, record real quick and then back to, and I'll just go on with my life. Um, but, uh, I just say that cause like TikTok is, is, uh, they expose you to a wider audience of people who okay. aren't already familiar with you and Twitter. Like you get a little bit of that Instagram. It's, it's a grind and it's like, it's, it's, it's harder. It's all pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Which are easy and quick to make once you kind of get like a template down, but I will say, so check out this news thing. So I did a, a TikTok account and an Instagram account. What's Stan, it called? 
It's called, and uh, this is actually the first time I said the name on this podcast because oh. I didn't, I like, I don't even tell people about it. I don't want to like make it a thing. I might even, I might even beep out the name uh, when I said it. <laughs> because I don't want any like influence. I want it to be like kind of pure of, yeah, yeah, of yeah. like, of, or, of growth. Uh, so I almost keep it a secret at this point. Um, but I talk around it, but on Instagram, it's grown to like, I forget, like maybe five, I'm four or 500 something followers in the length of time. The last, I guess, uh, maybe a little bit less time than you've been doing your podcast, but not okay. much less time, uh, around 500 something followers on Instagram and over, I don't know what the numbers at, but well over 5,000 followers on TikTok, and the engagement and views primarily on TikTok on the news one on TikTok is just like incomparable. Um, and the, I've just like, it's been such a lesson in the exposure to new audiences on TikTok is like unmatched to uh, really, especially if you're starting from like zero, which most of us well, are. Some people, have, I mean, crazy pages, my sister, right? My mm-hmm. sister who she basically, she has a, she has a young, a young daughter. She's basically retired down in Florida with my father. Mm-hmm. She doesn't do anything. She has a Facebook page. Mm-hmm. It's called House Plants No Drama. Mm-hmm. Sixty thousand people in her Facebook in her in her Facebook group, and I'm like, what? And it's not like she buys, you know, because because I saw the thing on podcasts. People like, you know, people come up to you. Yo, I guarantee you five hundred five yes. star reviews. And I'm yeah. like, well, and I, and I know it's a scam right away, but yeah, I, I, yeah. I like to, I like to like reel them in. So yeah. I'll say to them, I'll be like, well, how do you guarantee 500 five star reviews? Cause I guarantee it. $50 guaranteed. I go, you may get, I go, who are the 500 people? I go, and how do you know they're going to all think my, my thing is five stars. Yeah. I don't know. Five stars. <laughs> and I play with them for a little bit and then I'm like up to get. Yeah. Yeah. But like, I, I don't want that. I'm yeah. not doing this no. to make money. Like, yeah. But it's nice that I have, like, I have right here, I have right here, I have 523 total downloads. Mm-hmm. We're averaging now over, like, about 80, the last three episodes, about 85 downloads an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, we get, now that's not including Spotify, because mm-hmm. Spotify is different for whatever reason. Like, Spotify doesn't get calculated into the one where I do yeah. my, I, I don't understand yeah. it, but um, I got, like, five people in Germany that listen every week. Mm-hmm. I got five Russians that listen every week nice. rather oh, than, wait, you know, I guess I they take a break from the war. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, <laughs> but yeah. like when I first started, I'm like, I'm no good with this computer stuff. I'm not a computer guy. Yep. I'm not a tech. I can't, I can't hang a picture on the wall. My wife does everything. <laughs> I'm useless. I'm useless. I, I, I you do my hands. It sounds like you're, you're working 20 hour days. You're, you're like, I'm useless. You're, <laughs> I can be the correction officer. And I'm a little guy. Like I'm like this. I'm like five. You know, these guys, you know, I just, five you know, I got the pepper spray. I got the pepper spray. <laughs> you got, you're doing a lot. You're over there working 20 hours. You're driving an hour and a half or you're riding. Public yeah. probably, but, like, but I love it. Yeah. I love it. And, and the one guy, this one guy I was talking to, he actually, Cause my cousin heard it. He's not big into sports. And he called me up and he's like, we got, he's like, you're great. This is a great show. Yeah. We got to get you an agent. This is, I was like, Oh, calm down. Yeah. He's like, we gotta get you an agent. And I talked to another guy and he said, you know what? He goes, you know what it's like a podcast like this? He goes, you are good. He goes, it's like having a band. I was like, you know what does it? He goes, you have to ask people to come to your concert. 
You're playing at this bar this Saturday. Some people will come. Some people won't. You might have been good enough to make it big time, but you never did for whatever reason. It's like having a band. And I was like, that's a great comparison. That's a great comparison. Great, great comparison. Great analogy. And and uh, I think it's so true. And with a band, the product is the songs and the performance, right? And good, like people that enjoy the band will keep coming back to watch the band. Exactly. And just like a podcast and just like your podcast, people are returning, which is a great sign that you have a great product inside the podcast. Now it's like, how do we create more signs that are like, exactly. Cause you, we know that your podcast is working. Like we know that the show is working and like you, you mentioned, you know, like it's a little bit of mixed results from getting people to, to tell new people about the show without kind of, you got to give them an hour of your time too. It's not yeah. like a like on Facebook. Yep. Like you got, yeah. I'm asking you for an hour yep. of your time, which is valuable. Yep. You know, it takes two seconds to like something on Facebook. Yeah. You got to give me, I got to give you an hour. Yes. Which, you know? which is why I think one of the biggest secret weapons, not secret weapons, but people treat it like a secret weapon is, uh, I'm trying to think of this analogy here. Uh, they don't have Costco's in New York, do they? Yeah, we got Costco. You got Costco? Really? I, I don't know if that was a West Coast thing. Uh, you know how at Costco they have like the samples? Yes. Same exact thing for podcasts. Like before you commit to a Costco size pack of taquitos that has like 500 taquitos, how about just like a sliver of a taquito? And that's not a Facebook like. A Facebook like or those likes, those don't count as uh, trying a taquito. That's like you're in the same realm yeah, because we know algorithms. Yeah. Algorithms are going to suppress. Uh, the content. So, you know, it's almost like you, you can't even say likes. I mean, 5,000 likes, what does it mean? You know? Um, yeah. So giving people, people just a little bit of a taste of your podcast before you ask them to commit. Cause people are generally, they get a good idea, like a really good idea in about 15, 30, 20 seconds of if they want the full thing. If they like your voice, exactly. if they like your. Exactly. Yeah. And there's a simple way though. Cause I seen you, like, uh, there's a simple way though, like to, to create that piece without adding more on your plate or adding more on your co-host plate. Um, okay. that makes it seem like you're just doing a bunch more work, uh, because that's, what's gonna like, especially with like podcasts and especially with as much as you're doing, like, it's gotta be super easy to do or else it's not going to happen. Uh, that's like what it comes down to. And the only way it's going to be easy and happen is if there is some type of repeatable process, some repeatable like template of sorts where you're literally just plugging in and it's mindless work. It should be mindless. Like you shouldn't be able, it shouldn't be some artistic, like how do I make the perfect little piece? No, it should just be mindless outsourcing. Here's either, uh, I mean the easiest, have you ever used Canva? No. No, I, I'm like, even with the editing, like mm-hmm. I got the audio editor on my phone Yeah, and like, I'll use that and I can get like the, the audio files into there and stuff. But like, like you were saying, like, I noticed this week cause I'm doing, it's a trial and error for me. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of it's trial and error. Like this week was the first week I was able to line up the audio mm-hmm. with the, with the video that we made. Mm-hmm. Okay. So. I put the whole show on YouTube, right? Now I got a YouTube. I just started a YouTube channel, like five subscribers. I started like maybe a week ago. Mm -hmm. And 
So what I did was I was proud of it. I was like, oh, this is great. Let me put it on my Facebook page. So I shared the YouTube video on my Facebook page. So I, and I put it out two days after the show came out. Yeah. Because I wanted people to download the show. I noticed the download stopped. Because now they're watching my YouTube video. Mm-hmm. They're not downloading the podcast. So I thought now, now I liked it because I, I worked for like three days to figure out how to line up that audio. Like, you know how you have to clap? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. My wife told oh, me that. Yes, She's like, yeah. I was an idiot. And like, then we did yeah. it this week. We did the claps and we didn't have the recording started. <laughs> yeah. Like, like, we're, like we're yeah. idiots. Hey, that, so, that, that's, that's the beginner. That's the, yeah, that's yeah. The walking through it though. And yeah. I went to college for this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Same. I mean, I've made. But I noticed that the download slowed down in the last two days. Because people don't have to download it. Now they go on my Facebook page and they can watch and they like the video better. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, I'm animated here. I'm sitting here, I'm talking with my hands. I'm like this, you know. Yeah. So it's more, it's almost more entertaining, but now my downloads slow down. And I'm still like wrapped up in the numbers, which I know I shouldn't be. Yeah. But I'm still like, okay, we got, you know, and I'm reading all types of things. Like how many numbers should I have? And this and that. And I get that you shouldn't have, like, if you have 40 or 50 downloads, that's, that's good. They said, they said a hundred downloads in seven days for each episode, you're in the top like 25%, which is crazy to me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm shooting I, for yeah. Joe Rogan. You know, I want Joe Rogan to hear the footsteps. <laughs> you're going to Joe you just went straight <laughs> to the top. <laughs> that's like, that's like, uh, you took boxing classes for two months and you're like, I'm going after Mike Tyson in his yeah, prime. Yeah. Like the guy Mike, on the airplane. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why I said the, the inmates say to me all the time, they'll be like, get the warden. Give me the warden on the I go, listen, I'm not calling the warden. You didn't even tell me what your problem is. And they'll be like, no, get the warden. Get that's not how it works. I said, when I have a problem with Microsoft, I don't call up their helpline and go, put gates on the phone. <laughs> I don't do that. And if I did, they'd laugh me off the phone. So like I, I get it. Yeah. But yeah, like, yeah. you know, I still like I'm checking them and I'm like, oh, you know. It's and it drives you crazy. It can drive you crazy. It will. It will drive you crazy, especially over a long enough term. So I, but it's natural. Like it's totally normal. And most people, I would say like 99% of podcasters, especially obsess over the numbers. And the problem with that though, is when you obsess over those numbers, especially in the beginning and especially downloads, it becomes tiring because you're running like that. Speaking of Microsoft, that program in your head of like, am I getting enough? And then over time, it's like, is this really worth it? Is 50 people is 80 people. And it was 30 this week, but last week it was yeah. 60. What do we do? Yeah. And it's not a high enough snapshot. Like you don't have enough data to make exactly. any decision that it's the right decision. No, I love the fact that I get to talk to 30 people, 60 yeah, people. Week. Yeah. But I love that. But the, uh, uh, like the dopamine, it like wears off in the head and 30, like once you hit a bigger number, say a hundred, Mm-hmm. You know, I know you're like, let's just use an example. I'm not saying in your case, but like a hundred people, they're like, well, that's the new normal. A hundred is mm-hmm. becomes the new 30. Um, and then you're like, well, and then you get used to it. Um, all that to say it's totally natural. But at the same time, I always suggest like trying to focus that shift, shift that same energy of like that drive of like, what's going on with the subscribers? I would shift that focus to because you already got the like product good, the podcast good. Shift that focus to how can I make little pieces of content for social media in a repeatable way that you can measure? Because I, I I'm not gonna say like I don't think it's I think I think it's what whatever you want to do on social media is great, but.
But when it comes to social media promotion for a podcast, there has to be some like baseline. So I'm like, okay, this is this like I would obsess over those numbers of like, all right, I posted my weekly roundup clip and it could yeah. be as simple as you just talking to the phone or as simple as uh, a tweet. That's like a way you tweet it, but it has to be repeatable. So it's the same every week so you can measure it and measure okay. that and try and think of like, cause the po- the podcast is taken care of. Like you don't need yeah, to yeah. make a big, like we have a good show. I get, I know that we have a good show. Yeah. You don't I, have to when, make when the people listen that I know it's a good show. Yeah. And now it's just about getting new people and the way, I mean, people are already on social media looking for what you got and to incorporate that in their lives. So whether it's a daily thing, which it sounds like you probably could do because you're already on social media, it's like, yeah, yeah. Um, But why I mentioned Canva earlier too, is you can make videos on there really easy. What is it called? Canva, C-A-N-V-A. C-A-N-V-A. Okay. And you know, you, it's not some complicated software. It's got a really rather uh, short learning curve to figure okay. it out. If you can post to YouTube, you can make a Canva video and they have templates on there though. And okay. th- they have it like TikTok templates, the whole thing. And you just go on there and you don't, you don't even have to record yourself do- talking or anything like that. But what I would recommend doing is um, a couple things. Number one, asking your audience that you already have on your Facebook group, what they would like more of. And when they give you those responses, like that's the gold right there of like, just listen to those responses, read those responses and go, oh, I'd love some type of, you know, some people will ask for crazy stuff. Some people will, yeah. um, you know, you get all sorts of responses, but you can kind of see a through line. There's a lot of, like, of weird people out there. Yeah. A lot of weird people out there. And you'll see a through line though of like, Oh, okay. Well maybe all I need to do is post like one video a day, but the cool thing is, especially with social media, is what you post on TikTok can also be posted on Twitter and can also be posted on your Facebook group. The one piece of content goes like three places. And before you know it, you'll start attracting new audiences. And the other thing I would say is just make sure that your Twitter, especially your Twitter, but also your uh, TikTok and your Facebook group just has like proper links. So when someone goes to the Facebook group, the very first thing they should do is have to like see somehow of how they can subscribe to the show. Yes. Yes. That's got to be built in there. I always Um, put like subscribe. Now what, now what I did was when I first started, I tried to, I wanted to make a website. Mm -hmm. Right. So I, I tried and like, I did the WordPress Mm -hmm. and like, you went went to the, you're, you're, but I did like the wordpress.com, which is not like (laughs) punching in code. It's so So, like, it was the blocks Mm -hmm. and I was putting stuff in. Yeah. And I, and it's still out there. And I was so proud of this thing. And like, it took me like a week to make it. And then I hit yeah. something and it disappeared. And I was, I was running around like a lunatic, but I got it back. Nice. So then I thought it was good and it was good. And I was, I was a happy with it, but then I found pod page. Yes. Pod page. So I use them now and mm-hmm. it's brilliant. It's 20 bucks a month. The best 20 bucks a month I spend. Mm-hmm. It's 20 bucks a month or whatever it is. I put, I got the top tier thing. They basically put the page, the page that I took, three weeks to make nine hours a day and was crappy. They put together in like 30 seconds. And what I really like about it is they have a, a message thing mm-hmm. where my Pete, where, where um, the audience can go on and there's a floating microphone and they hit it and they can leave a 30 second voicemail. Now to me, I use that as like, cause in sports talk radio, there's call-ins. Mm-hmm. 
Now I don't want to, I can't have callers because I don't have a screen, a call screener and this and yeah. that. I use that as my call. Nice. So I'll put, I got put up like uh, this just yesterday. Um, I put up on Facebook and Twitter and everything. Um, should the Nets tear it down after they lose this thing, they're down 3-0. Should they tear it down or should they come back and try, get rid of Durant, get rid of Kyrie or come back one more time and try, try, try for a championship. And what I do is I, I make it so they can't comment on it. Now they can't comment on it because if they can, they would just put their comments there. Yeah. I say, go to the, go to this web, go to my webpage. And I put a link to the webpage and I say, hit the floating blue mic and give us your take sound off. We want to hear from you. You'll be on the show. And I get like, you know, five or 10 each time. That's great. And we play them. Um, we, we got our big bump last week. We, I had a, my best friend from when I was little pass away Sorry, um, last summer. So we, what we did was we did a tribute show to him. We named the studio after him. We put a nice sign up there. My wife made a sign. We had his mother on. Now, for people who like aren't don't know him, they didn't, you know, it's it's a nice story and everything. It's a little sad. But like I got we got big audience that way. I had like a hundred, 150 people that that downloads that. And you know, and that kind of picked it up. That kind of got me word around town. Yeah. And, it, and, you know, oh, you know, that was a great thing. Oh, we love the show. Now, I already had some fans who would go and comment and reviews. I can't get reviews either. I can't yeah. get people to review. And how, and how are you trying for reviews? I basically tell them, hey, make, you know, I just basically throw it out there every yeah. time. Now, I don't like to throw all my stuff on social media to be about me promoting my podcast. I'll throw stuff out about like after this, I'm going to put something about how the Rangers laid an egg tonight against Carolina in a big game. And like, like my regular Facebook page would be is going to be on, is on that now. Yeah. So like it starts discussion. So yeah. I have discussions and I'll, and I'll throw shout outs to people like, Oh, Chris Renya, you know, he had good points today. And like now people are like, I had a guy the other day. Oh, I got a shout out on the show. Yeah. I got my I name on the show. On the Facebook group. So how, like how many tweets do you think you do a day? Um, if you guess just an estimate, like not. three, Three oh, or four. Three. Yeah. Well, I, I, I didn't have, know if you were um, going to say 25 or something. <laughs> no, no, I'm not doing like 25. I got Twitter's harder to get followers. I yeah. have like 140 followers. I've also done some cross promotion mm-hmm. with other podcasts. Um, I've had a, a couple of guests on, you mm-hmm. know, where they, they'll promote it and, and this and that. And I've done cross promotion where we made a commercial. I don't know if you saw we had a trailer. Mm hmm. Yep. We have a trailer. That was a, our one minute commercial I put together. Yep. Somehow threw that together. It worked out pretty good. So, yeah. Um, and, and we do that, you know, hopefully trying to get some extra people, but yeah. the sports talk, it's, it's a busy, it's a, it's a crowded space. The sports sports yeah. podcast. It's yeah. But the good news is like, you always have content, you know, you always have something new yes. to talk about and you always got something to argue about and, yes. uh, or debate about, um, so uh, a couple things, and this is, this is like, I don't know, this is, I, I was going to think of an analogy, but they were all coming out bad in my head. Uh, but when it comes to promotion, especially self-promotion, like the, the best way I can explain it to when it comes to asking people to do something, especially if it feels like self-promo on Twitter is it's, it feels weird. It feels weird because you feel like you're doing it for yourself. You're doing it for your ego. But the truth is like, you have to connect it to like, your other listeners. And especially like you've already got a Facebook group going, like think of it as you're just growing your army. Like you're growing Mm -hmm. the Bob Walters 
army of like, you know, and you are recruiting and any like way you're going to recruit is just by simple, like there doesn't have to be any weird, like, Hey, how you doing? What's going on? It's just literally like click here to get the most kick-ass sports updates of the week of your week. And then the link that's like, it It doesn't need to be people are, you know, people are, they click it and they go on like, yeah, yeah. You know? Well, because like I, and I have like, my cousin works for ESPN. He does. Mm -hmm. Like he knows everybody there. My wife, she works at a, you know, at a dentist office where Mm -hmm. where there's like famous people who come in and stuff like sports players and stuff. So I can get guests and stuff. People tend to, my show is a little different than a normal podcast. Mm-hmm. A normal podcast, a lot of times it's long form interview like this, yeah. like, like what yeah. we're doing, or it's like a niche thing about one subject. Mine is like a sports talk radio show. Yeah. Mine is like the, the sports talk radio show. The two guys, you know, Mike and the Mad Dog. I don't know if you know them, but Mike and yeah. the Mad Dog, it would be it would be them, you know, six hours a day. That's that's what I do, because that's what I've always wanted to do. And that's what I, I'm good at. Yeah, is we'll go because you, you'll notice we'll go from basketball to the, to the baseball to the hockey and then we'll throw in something you know we'll have some kind of funny back and forth the two of us like we mm-hmm. did a whole thing on eric church i don't know if you know who eric mm-hmm. church is yep he oh yeah he canceled his show because oh, he's yeah. a big unc fan mm-hmm. we did a whole four minute thing it's on the youtube channel it's hilarious and people loved it mm-hmm. and i even i like laughing at stuff so like like we did that and that was good because mm-hmm. that was like a little piece a three minute piece of content that i put up and people loved it and, and that, is the, that is the perfect piece for Twitter. And that's like that, that little piece right there is a perfect example of something that you could just have that clip. You could spice it up on in Canva or just straight to the platform. Like you don't even maybe need to spice it up uh, with anything else. You just upload it to Twitter, YouTube and the Facebook group. And mm-hmm. the, the trick though, if you're, if this is, this is same idea across all the platforms is having a hook of something about Eric church. And it's gotta be something that like, if you were just scrolling by, like what would make you stop and go like, wait, I know what's about to be in this video. If there's no context, then it makes no sense. But having, yeah, like, like a headline. Yeah. Or something that's debatable. Like was Eric church in the wrong or something like that. Yeah. Like, I think you know, I did. Uh, I think I said, uh, every, uh, country music superstar final four controversy. Yeah. yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Like the same idea with like a news headline where they, they capture you in and, uh, you and know, then, what the, another you know. one we had was I had like six months ago. Mm-hmm. I had a couple, sorry. I had a couple of drinks and I had ordered tickets to the first and second round of the NCAA tournament mm-hmm. in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So I had these tickets. I spent like $700 on them. Mm-hmm. Now the, the tournament was like two months away. So now when we started doing the show, I was like, I got these tickets to Pittsburgh. Yeah. And like, we did a whole little skit on that. And I had them. And I'm like, my wife doesn't want to go. She wanted to go in the beginning. But then I told her, hey, this is a basketball trip. There's four games this day. There's four games that day. She was like, I don't know. I'm not going. I'm not interested. So I got stuck with these tickets. And we did a whole, there's a video of that on our YouTube page. Where it's all, like, it's a little skit. It's almost like a little sidebar that we get into. And it's good. They're funny. Like, we're funny. Like, we're we're good back and forth. Everybody always tells us they like our dynamic. They have a good dynamic. Because we'll argue with each other. We've been friends forever. You know, I've been friends with this kid since we were five years old. Yeah. And so, and just to bring it full circle, because I know we got a jet here in a minute is, is the, the goal with bringing in new people, which 
podcast nailed. The goal with bringing in new people is creating those little clips that you're already doing, but putting those on the right platforms and just consistently in a way that they know also, because essentially too, with social media, if you do it right, they're getting hooked on your social media, but then they're going to go into the deeper long form, which is an hour is still long form, you know? So, uh, yeah, getting them hooked on the social media because it's not, you've already got those bites, but now just putting them on those different platforms is like a solid next step. That would be what I would suggest a hundred percent is like, treat it like a little media platform and those social media is tough. Twitter's tough to get your thing seen. It's, you know, I'll do the hashtags and this and that, and then I'll hit the, the, the stuff and it'll be like seen by 35 people. Yeah. Like every once in a while I'll have one where it's like, bam, it blows up and I get like a hundred likes, not even on this. This is before I had it. Just, I'd throw something out there, but like Twitter, I'll, I'll, I'll do something and it's funny and it's witty. And it's, it's like two likes and nobody sees it. I think, do you have to, is it better to comment on somebody famous's thing rather than put out my own tweet? N- no, actually. So it's, uh, well, kind of. So it's actually best to do a predictable piece of content that people, like when people follow you, they usually want some type of like idea of what they're going to get. And you can only do that over a length of time by doing a similar piece of content, like in the same way. So if that's why it's best to do like for the news account, for example, people know at a certain time that I'm going to do something in a certain way. It's like, we're just humans, you know, we're, we're animals. We're like, you tell us the, how to, how something's going to be. And we want to be, if someone was like, you know, the Mets game is at 7 PM, but then it starts at maybe like eight and they started playing basketball. You'd be like, what the is going on? So with social media and Twitter, it's like, you got to just keep, not that you can't like be be yourself. But be like, have predictable elements into it. So there's at least one thing, like say one of the three tweets you do per day, just have it be like a, some type of inf- informational oh, thing gotcha. of like, this was the update for this. Uh, well, yeah. Now that you even mentioned that, mm-hmm. that's how, now I didn't even realize it, but that's how my Facebook became. Mm-hmm. I, something would happen in either politics or sports. And I, and I, if I didn't say, I'd come out of work because we can't have our phone in, in jail. Mm-hmm. People would be like, I'd have things like, where's the post about this? Where's the post about this? We expected, how come you haven't said something about this yet? That's how my Facebook became. People expected something. Yep. They, they went on to see my, my post. Yeah. So like I already they, got that kind of following. Yeah. And, and to do more of that. And that's on like Twitter. And when it comes to commenting real quick on uh, other people's pages, on the big pages, you get lost in the noise. Like if it's a yeah. really popular one, you get lost in the noise. So I would suggest looking for a more targeted following, which is typically people with a lower number of followings, typically like I would say 30,000 and under under followers, because you're going to be more likely to be seen as you grow your own page, then it will be easier to branch out. But if you like go after the Joe Rogan's right immediately on Twitter, it's like, (laughs) it's like trying to jump too high on the Twitter game rather than like one peg at a time. And they have to be like, Ideally, they're in your 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 audience realm uh, because people love reading the comments, you know, and they'll naturally click your profile. And then on your profile, it should be a link to the podcast right there. And like that should be clear of. Yes, yeah, there is. The there is. is about. Now, yeah. what should I be linking them to? Now, here's, that's another mm-hmm. question I have, like, because I got a million different things like I link. I like to link everybody to my 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 uh, pod page. That's, I bought a domain. I bought a domain. That's yeah. got all my stuff. 
I do it with I do it with um, PodServe FM is who broadcasts, mm-hmm. I guess, my RSS feed or whatever. Mm-hmm. But they give you a little garbage, you know, yeah. website or whatever. That's garbage. Yeah. So Pod- is that who I should be to my pod page? Pod page is yeah. Pod page link them to there, and then on your social medias, I'll just say social medias. Mm-hmm. Uh, there should be basically what you need is like some type of schedule. Like it should be every Tuesday because people won't be like, Oh, here comes Tuesday again. He's going to say this thing. No, but it'll do yeah. but internal like, clock internal, like in your reminding them. And even if they're already part of your Facebook group, they don't mind seeing it because they'll be like, yeah, let's get more people in here because people want to build their tribe, which you've already exactly. created. So like every Tuesday or yeah, it's today's Tuesday. Uh, every Tuesday, yeah have a a call to action on social media about, you know, join. And then I would put the number because that's a a respectable number. Join a a tribe of 380 crazy, like give them like a crazy name, like some crazy mofos in this Facebook group. Yeah. I I know what you're talking about. They they call their followers like Jim Rome. I forget what he called, but he calls his followers something. Um, Like his minions or something, whatever he does. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And, now, and what's your take on like merch? See, look, I got you. Oh, yeah, love it. Love it. And I'll, I'll just say this. My wife too. Uh, link, yeah, link to the pod page. Shout outs to if you're able to in the episode two of like mentioning the Facebook group every now and then. Um, mm-hmm. And then also linking like, so say if you were doing on Tuesday, uh, shout out to like the Facebook group every like Thursday or Friday, separated a little bit of a link or whenever the show like new episode out, everything is an event basically. And also you could like on Tuesday, it doesn't have to be only like click here to join all these people. You could screenshot a comment from the Facebook group and then put it on Twitter and be like, I've done that. Yeah. yeah, Look at what so-and-so said, come join us in the Facebook group and then link to the Facebook group. When it comes to, I did that in the beginning. I was like, what do you do? I was like, you missed Everybody over here, you're missing all the action, all the exactly. actions on Facebook. I, I, I actually did that without even yeah. thinking about it. But now that you mentioned it, I did that in the very beginning. Yeah. And it's just, about nobody. Re- it's just repeating those things. It's like, uh, it. that's why it should be like a little bit mindless and a little bit boring in a way because it shouldn't like require. But all these little things will add up because if you just did that once a week over time, it's going to compound uh, because you're putting out content and all that stuff. Uh, what I was doing too is like on the I get to my buddy's house sometimes eight nine o'clock right so now the show is eleven mm-hmm. is I'll I'll create a quick video, um it'll almost be like a commercial like, hey join us at eleven join Brett and myself at eleven as we go over the Rangers blowing it to Carolina the Yankees win Mets lose coming up at eleven we'll talk to you we'll talk to you later something like that real quick commercial that yeah. I throw you know yeah I'll and, and you there. can do that and like quick reactions and all those things. You can easily do on on Twitter, but also TikTok too is like if you just literally recorded a like a seven second thing of what you're gonna say on Twitter as well, you're gonna find your audience growing really fast. Yeah, really fast. Okay. When it comes to merch, uh, do you guys? Have I'm not merch looking currently? to make money. What? No, no, I, I'm not looking. Like I did my 300th follower, my 300th member of the. Nice. I said 299 members. 300th member gets gets a shirt. Nice. So. Bam, someone liked it. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, how is this guy not a member already? He's like yeah. one of my friends. So I said, you know, we'll send them a shirt. My wife made this. My wife got the cricket machine. So she's all about that thing. It's like the way you make the shirts and the mugs. Yeah. Oh, nice. So she oh, loves yeah, yeah, yeah. The cricket, like it's like a kind of like a screen printer thing. Yeah, I don't yeah. know how it works, but yeah, yeah she's got it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I'll say this about merch, uh, especially for everyone listening to. Uh, it is expensive if you buy it ahead of time. Typically, the best things to do are mock-ups, which are easy to make 
You can also, I'm just here, this is like a Canva commercial. It's not, uh, on Canva, you can make mock-ups too, like the logo over the thing. The, okay. the smartest way to do merch is just pre-orders. So you got the money up front. People are familiar with pre-orders these days. They nobody's make it, like, they make it. yeah, nobody's like, I, I need it to, in two days. It's like, no, no, it's not yeah, Amazon. Yeah. So you can do pre-sale, uh, pre-orders and then just be up front be like, Hey, this will, this will take, you know, six to eight weeks to get to you. Uh, but there, and, and I'll just say this, uh, I know you're like, I'm not into it, make money, but like, um, but I am no, um, but I, yeah, like, I love, mean, listen, but I love, yeah, I, I make love, good money, but yeah. I, but I don't want, you know, but I would like it to be successful. Yeah. And eventually and it, this becomes another step where it's going to be yeah. money. And the goal is that like, it pays itself to be this self-sufficient running thing. And the easiest way for that to happen is by a lot of people joining as subscribers and interacting with what you're doing. Like that's the attention is already starting to grow on your podcast. And now it's just about fueling that. And that's going to be through social media. Like at the end of the day, that's what it's going to be through. Is that the Patreon stuff? Like uh, the, is that the, so Patreon is like a, a paid subscriber. So that's, that's one way. It of means doing like, it. It's um, like you're running through the, the subway train with a thing yeah. going, Hey, Hey, you got a couple of bucks. You got a couple of bucks. Yeah. So like and an analogy, I'm like, who's giving money? Uh, all but I guess people would pay it. Hundreds of thousands listens. of dollars per month just to hear people. It's crazy. Yeah. Who, who gets hundreds of thousands? Uh, a lot. Some people. Like a, yeah. A whole lot of, uh, a whole lot of people. Um, uh, there, there's, a. Uh, the most See, when you say it like that, now I want to make money with it. Hundred thousand. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm like, uh, most, most people in podcasting and doing like stuff like that. It's like, cause it's a passion. And it's like, cool. And yeah. I'm like, but if you can keep doing it, it's like with the band, it's harder. It's easier for a podcaster to make money than it is for a band to make money these days. Like bands have to like, they got to fight. They, it's like a yeah. well more crowded thing. You can draw someone in easier with a common topic or things like that. Yes. With podcasts. You got to get them to go to the bar, pay the cover fee. Exactly. Oh, it's so much to ask for. Like, and, yeah. and even during 2020, everyone's locked down. Like nobody's live streaming their concerts, like as much as they, I thought they would be. Um, so yeah, with podcasters, it's way easier. And uh, so, so Patreon. So uh, to think of like an, uh crossover here, there is a podcast that I used to listen to way more. It's called Effectively Wild. They are a baseball analytics podcast. They nerd out about stuff. They'll be like, yeah, what yeah. would happen if all the players on the field were Mike Trout? And like, they'll run the numbers. They're like baseball nerds. And it's super interesting to look or listen to. And uh, they have a Patreon. And they have a bunch of subscribers. Um, so they might be worth checking out. Just seeing how they do things. And but you, you give them like a separate episode or something, right? Yeah. So you get like maybe an ad, you can get an ad free episode, a mini episode. There's, I, I have like a, a thing called start a podcast Academy. And it's like, I have like a whole sheet of like 30 things you can give a premium subscriber. I call them premium yeah, subscriber or Patreon because they have like it. different memberships. Uh, but yeah, there's like a ton of things you can give them. And it's basically just a little bit extra. And the best things to give them are typically things that don't cost you a bunch of time. Uh, because that's again, like all of these little things are just drains on your time. Whether yeah, yeah. it's all, I, basically everything is. And the quickest way to grow it is, of course, to get help with that. But getting help costs money, so that's why I'm like monetizing and making money is great uh, to help grow it even more. Uh, with that being said, Patreon is a great route to go. But typically, people, especially in the early stages, will be like, "You're trying to rip." Like people are very susceptible to like feeling like they're being like taken advantage of. Well, yeah, they give me like, why am I going to pay for Bob 
I, I hear Bob talk about sports all day, every day. Anyway, yeah, yeah. he's on so, Facebook talking about sports all day. Why am I going to pay for it? Exactly. So it's and I feel stupid asking him to. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's typically not like you switch over to like some paid thing. It's like, you just keep going what you're doing. If, if you feel like Patreon is maybe a smart move to go, then it's typically like an addition to what you're already doing. Cause you don't want to disrupt the thing. That's like, you know what? Like when, when Howard Stern, that makes me think of a New York example. When he was like, we switched to Sirius XM, he got a bunch of subscribers, but I mean, these he days lost like a lost a lot and like it just dwindles. It attrition's like, I don't even hear Howard Stern that much in the news anymore. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You know, it, um, it go, it, 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 you're right. So he almost kind of went away. Yeah. To just his diehard fans. And people are like, why would I pay for that? If I could get all these podcasters, they're like podcasting kind of wiped his name out of the news in a lot of ways. Cause people talk about podcasters. Now they don't really talk about serious XM hosts. So but also everybody has a podcast. It feels everybody. Has, I think everybody has a podcast. Like everybody in the sports, like every sports <laughs> Broadcaster, they're on the radio for six hours doing their show. And they're like, oh, and then the podcast. Now, their podcast is like an interview thing. But this, okay, I will say this. This is someone I literally I uh, work in podcast. Like I work in podcasting, and the analogy I can give you is is and this I'd say this to anybody who says this. It, the th- idea that everybody has a podcast is like me telling you everybody is in prison. You're right. You're right. I don't not, know anybody who has a podcast. Personally, <laughs> I, I said that to you, but I don't know anybody who has. I don't know. Everybody says that. Literally, I see it all the time on comments. They're like, "Great, we need one more podcast." I'm like, "What are you talking about?" That's like saying we like. There's too many businesses out there. Like, bro, we got too many pizza restaurants in New York. Can we stop yeah, absolutely this? Because right. I made that comment to you, and then I was like, "I don't know anybody." Who has a <laughs> I, I hear it all the time. I love it because I'm like, what? But. Uh, but it's one of those things. It's like perception. There's the perception that everyone has a podcast. I'm like, no. Also, out of those number of podcasts, people that have podcasts, you should see the number of people that actually stick with podcasting. That's why at the beginning, I'm like, Bob, all right, how you doing? Are you over? Like, are you stressed? Are you overwhelmed? Is this something you, you can know? Do? I love it. I enjoy it. Yeah, because the biggest thing with people with podcasts is they can't stick with it, and then they can't stick with it long enough where it breaks through and makes starts making them money. So, all the things we talked about basically today are like check in, making sure you're good. And obviously you're good there. And the product is good. The podcast is good. You've got social media already kind of like, you're like stoking the fire, I guess is the word. And, and now it's just about like forming the way of like thinking like, okay, if someone isn't aware of the podcast, they're going to come on your social media. They're going to interact with it somehow. They'll see it because you're active on there. And then they'll naturally be like, Oh, let me check out what this link is. And then once they're in there, they're hooked because we know the product's good. So it's just about like just a couple tweaks with the social media, staying consistent with it. And remember, it's not self-promotion. It's just simply making people aware of it. And do we, the biggest we, compliment yeah. that I get that I love that, that means the most to me is when mm-hmm. somebody says, and I've had many people say, I don't like sports, mm-hmm. but I love your show. Yeah. And to me, I mean, like, listen, if you love sports, you're going to like, you're going to like my show. I know what yeah. I'm talking about. I can be funny. I'm entertaining. Yeah, but people that are like, I don't even like sports, but I love the show. I'm hooked on it. Yeah. I had somebody say, I can't. I find myself waiting for the new episodes to come out, and I'm like, yeah. wow, that feels good. Like somebody's waiting for this episode to come out now. And, and I guess the numbers are right. It's Ten weeks, five hundred something. That is that good? I mean, I'll say, I'll just say, it's great, and it doesn't matter. Honestly, okay. like, it doesn't good matter. See, it look doesn't at me. Matter. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Cause there's nothing to compare it to. Like 
the, right, the, the, right. the, 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 the reason why I say it's great is because all of the other things, like you're working, you're like, you've got a wife, like you're living, like you're doing all these things and yeah. you're podcasting. That's like what we have to compare to. A lot of people don't do that. So that's awesome. The numbers, <laughs> yeah, yeah. of course we want to see like over time, we'd like to see an increase, but that's a wrap. Yeah, yeah. like, it's going to start. And like, they are increasing, you know? Yeah. And so that's why I say like, I would focus more on like figuring, like if you can hook the social media, like if you can kind of crack that code, you've already cracked a podcast code. If you can crack the social media code, you're going to find, you'll be like, Oh, these numbers are floating up easy. Exponentially. Yeah. Exponentially. It's, it's a way easier and it's, it's easier to get feedback, instant feedback on social media than it is a podcast anyways. So that's why like, it's like just, I would just go Twitter, TikTok, and that Facebook group, just focus on those yeah, three. Yeah. Keep it similar content across the three. You don't have to like vary it too much and just like keep stoking that fire. And like, dude, you're going to be on your way. I'm excited to like keep following and watching right. the growth. Um, well, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast, Bob. And thanks for letting us take a, a deep dive into your podcast. Thank you again to Bob Walters and Locked Up Sports for coming on the podcast today. It was an honor, and I hope you found value in what we chatted about and some things that you can implement in your own podcast. It was a lot of fun, and there's a lot more to come when it comes to conversations like that. Um, Once again, if you are interested in starting, growing, or monetizing your own podcast, go to digitalpodcaster.com. Make sure you are subscribed to the podcast, Digital Podcaster, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, basically everywhere. It's just Digital Podcaster pretty much any platform you use on social media and podcasts. And uh, yeah, that's it for this week. It would mean the world to me if you would leave a rating and review. Uh, I do my best to deliver as much value as I can in this episode. And uh, if you found value in this episode, a review goes a long ways in support of the show. So thank you for doing that. And I will see you next week. We've got another fun episode uh, about a podcast coaching conversation. So I'll see you next week. So if you are stuck on how to make a podcast work for you to piece together the production, the marketing, the monetization, it's no joke. It takes a lot of work when you're doing it all on your own, but it is possible with support. And that's why I've created Podcasting Academy. I believe podcasting shouldn't be complicated. And with Podcasting Academy, it's a breeze. You have no reason to learn all the mistakes just so you can share your message with the world. Skip all the frustration and get right to the good stuff like growing your listener count and monetizing your podcast. Right now, you can activate your seven-day free trial of Podcasting Academy by visiting www.podcastingacademy.com.